You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance What up, what up, another Slapdick Podcast coming at you, um, here from the friendly confines of my fucking quarantined crib so just throwing that out there um going a little live on instagram so i can let folks uh see what's going on a little bit but listen man we're uh we're facing these crazy times as we know and this is uh you know shit i've been doing this podcast for a while now we're in uh i think episode 39 or something um, started it back in December, right before Christmas, and it's it's gone it's gone pretty well. So make sure you guys follow um, the Slapdick Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, I'm live on Instagram, man. I appreciate everybody coming in. Um, like I said, I left a phone number. Um, I left a phone number on on my post nine five one two two three. 8974 and keep that number for you guys when the when the podcast goes live later on tonight uh, you guys can keep that number and that'll be our call-in number uh, per episode so if you guys what up Johnny if you guys want to uh, call in check us out call in today at that phone number that I posted in my video post earlier so calling in um, at seven o'clock Pacific Coast West Coast time West West all right so Quote of the day, man, um, and I got a new segment part we're going to call to to-do list that I'm going to talk about in a second. Every day I'm going to have a to-do list um, that will kind of tell you what it is. But quote of the day, never ruin a good day by thinking about a bad yesterday. That's a true statement. It'll uh, That shit goes a long way, man. Never ruin a good day by thinking about a bad yesterday because it's just going to keep uh, fucking with you. So. Um, you know, see, I tell people to tell people to call at seven and motherfuckers can't pay attention, man. They can't follow simple directions. I said at fucking seven, man, I said, I'll take the first five callers, first five callers at seven o'clock. So I apologize, um, for that rude interruption. So, um, so anyway, seven o'clock taking callers. If you call before that, you ain't getting on. Follow fucking directions, slapdick. Um, Maya Allah, appreciate you reading my book. Um, appreciate it. But like I said, that was the quote of the day. Never ruin a good day by thinking about a bad yesterday. I got a new segment, the to-do list, all right? That's JB's to-do list, I'm going to call it. And uh, today I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant. But uh, if you want to hear it, so be it. If you don't, fuck you. But the to-do list is number one today. This will be the first segment of to-doing it. And my number one to-do list today is fucking believe in yourself. So you ask this question to yourself. If not me, then who? That's kind of what I want you to think about. But the, but the to-do list is believe in your fucking self. And, you know, um, 
because so many people don't understand. If it's not me, then who is it? Because nobody gives a fuck about you. Nobody cares. You'll be shocked to shoot who shows up to your funeral, and you'll be shocked who gives you $20 when you need it, uh, even though you've given them uh, the shirt off your back. So don't be surprised when that shit happens. So if uh, you don't believe in yourself, then who the fuck's going to believe in you? So make sure you understand that, or you're, or you're otherwise you're pissing up a rope, and, uh, you know, hey, it is what it is, man. So um, JB's rant, man, I, you know, let's cut to the bullshit. Let's cut the bullshit out. Um, I'm no conspiracy theorist. I got none of that shit in me, but I do believe there's something bigger to the, the virus and all that shit. We probably won't find out for 10, 15 years, but um, it is what it is. So, you know, my rant is, if you're, if you're on the West Coast in Cali, you know, we flatten this curve supposedly and all this old shit. Um, but at the same time, man, it's unbelievable that we got to wear masks. Because the last time I checked, we wear masks for the fact that, you know, painters wear masks from stopping particles to come in. The, the story is that the masks are stopping um, you from giving the fucking virus, not receiving it. So... I don't understand if, if we stop and, you know, if, if that was the case, then we wouldn't be able to breathe out the motherfuckers. Am I just, am I ridiculous with that statement? Let me know. Call in 951-223-8974, like I said, uh, at seven o'clock. But, you know, Spree is on, uh, at home arrest, man. He's on house arrest with his kids. So we don't want to accidentally fucking spread uh, anything because he has a family. So that's where Spree is at. Um... So this ignorant motherfucker can't understand time. So anyway, uh, you know, my whole thing is I am not going to fucking wear a mask. I won't do it, man. This, this ain't a fucking third world country. I don't understand why I got to wear a fucking mask into Walmart. Like they won't let you walk in unless you have a mask on. So I said, fuck it. I'm walking out. So I never went in. And it's like I might be stubborn and I am stubborn. But man, this fucking mask, the Surgeon General issued a fucking article today that's saying the masks do absolutely nothing, do diddly shit. So why are we fucking worried about this little thin $5 mask? If you think a $5 mask is going to save us, then you're all fucked up. That's just my opinion. So um, I don't know, man. I don't get it. I don't get the logic to it. Um, you know, I'm not the smartest cat on the tree, but you can't tell me since 1918, um, Johnny, come over with no mask, dog. Fuck that mask shit. You can't tell me since 1918 we haven't evolved technologically or scientifically, and you're telling me this virus is going to be the end of us? Come on, man. Like, it's unbelievable. I'm going to be shocked when the economics hit so bad that all of a sudden the shit's going to be gone. Watch the video. Watch this fucking virus disappear because everybody's broke and uh, fucking Donald Trump has a... Uh, a money issue or some shit. So we'll, we'll see, man. We'll see what happens um, with this whole thing. But I'm not, a, I'm not buying into all of it. Um, you know, it is what it is, man. I just don't believe in this shit. Um, so we'll see. Um, I just can't do it, man. Um, you know, maybe America needs hope. Have you anyone thought about that shit? Maybe we need some hope. I don't know if you guys know what hope means, but... Hope means hold on, pain ends. That's the acronym. Hold on, pain ends. 
Maybe we need some sports in our world, man. Sports is the one common denominator which brings folks together if you haven't figured it out. Um, you know, there's a, there's a report now that Californians may have had this shit. Uh, millions of us have, may have had it since last October, November. I'm telling you right now, I got sick as shit respiratory. Uh, I had a respiratory, I had a respiratory um, cough and bad, couldn't breathe, none of that shit. Back in November, man, and it was bad as fuck. I never went to the doctor or nothing, but it lasted probably five days. And I'm just going to be honest with you. I think I had that shit. And I think a lot of people had it in Cali, and that's why our curve is flattest amongst per capita for as large as we are. Um, You know, I think that's why our curve is as low as it is because I think a lot of us had it. And we probably got the fucking antibodies, vaccine, whatever. We're immune. You know, there's no greater fucking single created instrument in the human body i'm just gonna believe i'm telling you there's no better fucking there's been no better invention in the world than the human body so you can argue who made us and all that old shit i'm not into all that right now but what i'm saying is let's see how we fucking handle this shit and let's maybe have some hope maybe we need a fucking sports program team baseball football basketball whatever it may be to come back because i'm telling you right now we're in we're in we're in fucking harm's way brother without any fucking sports right now because once high school football says they're not going to do anything and cancel sports which it looks like it could very well be a possibility high school sports can very well end um and not have a season this year definitely not start on time what that does it eliminates junior college next so junior college will be next and then how is the ncaa affected in that because i'm gonna tell you we're gonna talk about ncaa eligibility next a lot of people haven't thought about what's going on with with ncaa because all grades were frozen at the high school level so by the high school level being frozen a kid that had a d who had a possibility of another semester to earn a b um, he's fucked. And so now does he not get a scholarship? Does he go JUCO automatically? There's a lot of questions out there that I just think there's so many unknowns and, and unanswerable questions right now that, uh, that you just can't, um, answer them. I don't, I don't think anyone knows. And I think everyone's fucking running around thinking that this shit is, uh, is bigger than it is. And I don't know, man, I just don't know if, if high school football cancels, especially in a state like California, I think you're going to have some issues, man, and it's going to get worse, um, much worse before it gets better. And I think JUCO is a very, very susceptible uh, eliminated elimination sport because in California, administrators don't give a shit about JUCO football anyway. Number two, the rest of the country would follow suit because they're based on dorm rooms being filled in order to keep lights on. And without the football programs and football players in those dorms, especially in Kansas and um, places like that, fuck, man. You know, I don't know how those JUCOs stay open. So we're we're facing some issues, man. And you think about it. If junior college football folds and high school football folds in the majority of inner city youth areas, you're going to have mass hysteria and fucking kids are going to be doing shit that we've we wish they wouldn't have done or hope they don't do and you're going to see a lot of shit happening man so um 
we'll see what happens, and it's going to be interesting how this shit goes and how it fold, unfolds, but, um, hey, man, we'll see what happens, uh, figure this thing out. Um, so I'm not wearing a mask unless, you know, now, if I'm, you know, reprimanded to the house because they told me they're going to find me $1,000 for not wearing a mask, then I'm obviously I'm going to follow the law and I'm going to abide by it. And I'm going to I'm going to wear a fucking mask if I have to wear it because I'm going to essentially have to go get some fucking eggs and I'm going to have to go get milk and shit like that. So if I have to go do those things, um, then, hey, you know, I'll have to uh, I have to suck it up and, you know, lead by example, man. So. So don't listen to my rant if you don't want to. I'm just going. I'm just venting a little bit because I think I hate this shit. We f- I feel like it's a third world fucking country, and uh, we'll go from there. First caller I'm taking right now. What up, man? Laguna Beach in the house. What's up? He fold. He dropped. So anyway, I'm I'm taking callers. Um, let me know uh, how it goes. You know, like I. Good, good deal here. Status lucky man on, on Instagram. He brought up and I brought this up the other day. Nobody cares about these fucking workers at the grocery stores. Everybody else talking. Now I'm all for the front line and, and uh, emergency folks that are on the front line and the first responders. They deserve a big fucking um, kudos from me. No, you know what I mean? But I'm gonna be honest. Um, the people working at the fucking grocery stores are really, are really struggling, man. And I, 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 I give them a lot of love for being out there, um, and, uh, and taking everybody that comes through. Cause grocery stores gotta be the most demanded, um, open necessity, um, essential business right now. So, um, you know, kudos to those folks out there that are, uh, helping us out. Gabe Gotti, what up? Man, Spree is at the house, man. I'm, I'm trying not to let him come over in case something did happen in this whole fucking deal. He got a family and shit like that, man. So, um, you know, it is what it is. I don't want to be the slap dick that, uh, that fucks up and gets him sick. But, yeah, I found some eggs, man, but not a lot of them. Still, a lot of people don't have no fucking eggs out there and toilet paper and shit, man. Go buy some wipes or something. Um, but that's my rant, man. Um, you know, I just think it's something bigger. I think we'll, you know, we're America, supposedly the best country in the world and all this old shit, man. We, I sure feel like we're in a third world country, man. If I want to wear a mask, I can go over to somewhere that's third world, man. And, uh, I know we're not third world and that's a, that's a slap in third world country's faces. And I apologize, man. I know they're going through it. Um, they do, they live to this every day. I just don't think Americans have a lot of tough skin. At the end of the day, I think there we've enabled ourselves over the years of having so much privilege that we have literally lost our minds in, in stores. We can't act right. We don't know how to fucking treat folks no more. Um, they act like it's the fucking Armageddon out there, man. And I'm it's kind of, you know, I'm fed up a little bit. Uh, news, the XFL is over. I'm shocked. The XFL, st- you know, folded and fired all of its employees today. You know, I was involved in that process a little bit. And, man, it's crazy to me because, you know, I was told by a lot of folks in that organization that fucking it was it was nine years in the works, at least had the money for nine years. So it's horrible news. They must it must be either they know something we don't. This virus is worse than we know. 
or they have some. They they were the first people to take on this XF or this uh, economic struggle that we're about to hit and get hit in the mouth with. And maybe they Vince McMahon knew something we don't. So uh, we'll see what happens. But um, I'm gonna take this first caller, man, and see who it is. Fort Worth, Texas, in the house. What up? Yeah, Coach JB. How you doing? I got a question. Um, what's your least favorite thing about um? Not least favorite thing. Sorry. What's your favorite thing about Malik Henry? What's my favorite thing about Malik Henry? Yeah. What's your name? Griffin. What is it? Griffin. Griffin? Yeah. Well, you sound... Are you a girl or a boy? Oh, boy. Okay, how old are you? I'm 14. Okay, I, I got you. you. I got you. Well, you know, I get a lot of fake callers, man, so I got to screen everyone. So listen, man, my favorite thing about yeah. Malik... My favorite thing about Malik is Malik was the smartest... One of the smartest kids I've ever coached. I mean, he knew football. Um... And he was very cerebral. He had a very uh, high football IQ. And he also was a uh, great teammate in the locker room. Kids loved Malik in the locker room. So the show doesn't really show all that. But um, Malik is still loved to this day by our for, for, by that team. So um, that's what I would say about Malik. Yeah. Um, you're, you're a great coach. Hey, man, I appreciate you, brother. Thanks for calling us. Yeah, no problem. All right, brother, be safe. So, let me take another caller. That kid asked about Malik Henry. Um, Louisville, Kentucky, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, man? Not much, brother. How you doing? What's your name? John Aikman, man. What's going on? Not much. How you doing? Good, man. Just uh, giving you a shout. I called earlier as I got through. Oh, yeah, man. I told people to call at 7, and I got fuckers calling at 640. So, you know how that is. I wasn't going to take none of those guys. So, how you doing, man? What can I help? How can I help? What's the question? Um, Man, just uh, brainstorming some stuff. Man, wrote some notes down. See, you had the yeah. whole um, liquor industry thing going on for yeah. yourself. And uh was wondering if you were trying to get back into coaching. Like, what? What's going on with you, man? What's what's the plan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate, man. You 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 looking out for me, brother. I do. I really do. A lot of that. Uh, I get a lot of the haters out there, obviously, and then I get uh, some folks that you know care about that just from being on a show that they showed me on sixteen hours of my life, even though they filmed me for thirty nine hundred hours. But um, you know, um, the truth of the matter is. You know, I don't know about coaching right now. I don't know if I have a real burning desire at this moment. Um, do I get one? Sure. And I'm sure I'll, I'll coach again in my life uh, before it's all over. But but I am doing speaking engagements. I am mentoring still. I'm doing these Zoom online clinics with coaching staffs. I had a full staff today with about 15 coaches. And so it's a, it's a good thing doing that, man. But, you know, I still be able to give back and help out. But uh, at, the sa at the same time, you know, it's probably the best time for me right now due to the unfortunate virus we're having and all this stuff. But um, yeah. at, at the same time, you know, I just don't know um, what's going to happen. So so we're going to see how it goes yeah, from there. Good. Yeah, I was just saying because me and a couple guys, I mean, like I, I play ball and 
I bounced around the NFL for a little bit working out for teams and stuff. And yeah. I know how the business is, man. And like when I would talk to people, they're like, um, we we would bring you up through sure. our conversations and we were just talking about how like guys are getting coddled and stuff. And we're like, Hey man, you know, like he's spreading the truth, but right. You know, a lot of people don't like to hear the truth. Oh yeah. Well, you know, the truth and, uh, hurts, we man. Just wondering. Cause like there, there, there's people in the business, man. Like we were talking about a guy that killed himself a while back and like mm-hmm. he's still in the NFL coaching and we don't understand how. So yeah, no, I agree. You know, no you question. Know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, brother. No question about it. And so it's a, uh, that's tough, man. It's a tough business, and like I said, hopefully uh, we get through this whole deal and get back out there, and then we'll see where the cards lie from there and what route I end up taking. But, you know, right now I'm just doing this uh, – well, I was doing a speaking tour and a, and a coach's clinic tour, and uh, and so now we'll see how it goes from there, and uh, hopefully, you know, we'll get see if I get back in the saddle or not and, and uh, you know, get go from there. But right now I'm just, just hanging out in Cali, man, and trying to flatten this damn curve. Well, man, best of luck to you, man. I appreciate you taking my call, man. And uh, no doubt, I'll try to stay in touch with you. Try to stay in touch. Definitely, with you. good luck, man. Definitely, brother. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, bye. So that was a nice caller right there, man. You got, you know, sometimes you get fucking um, slapdick callers and stuff like that. So he was a good dude, um, good caller. So see what happens. Um, what else is up, man? Anyone else want to call? Call in. Let me know. Um, we got a caller right here. Let's see who it is. Independence, Kansas. What's up? Scary ass called in. So, you know, um, it is what it is, man. You know what I mean? We'll see how, how this thing unfolds and and uh, and how... Uh, how this thing all works itself out, but the XFL folding today was a shocker to me, and uh, you know I just find it harder and harder uh, to, to see if it, it, to to I'm optimistic, but I just don't know, man. I think high school football may not go, and I think it's going to trickle down effect. Um, for you guys, man, I'm on the cover of this magazine, man, called Grimes Magazine, G R I M E S. So check it out. It's a uh, it's a fashion and music uh, magazine, and uh, they they put me on the front of it, man, and uh, it's a cool deal, man. So check it out, and uh, shout out to Grimes and Grimes Magazine for uh, looking out and uh, repping me. So good deal, appreciate that. But like I said, you know, I'm just checking in, man. This 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 uh this podcast, the Slapdick Podcast, man, was brought to you by True Tees, True Classic Tees today. Um, what up and what up? Super excited about a new sponsor for the show. Like I've been saying, True Classic Tees have been sponsoring the Slapdick Podcast now. And as the style is changing, formal wear is out and T-shirts is in. True Classic Tees are my favorite, based in L.A., right here at home, and a T-shirt company that's on the rise. The T-shirts are soft. They hold up in the wash and incredibly versatile. You can wear them out, you can wear them to work out, or around the house, and it sounds like we're all going to be doing that for a long time to come. So go out you and get, some, get you some um, classic tees and, um, and have the best party. They're incredibly cheap as well. Tent, $15, and you can get them for even less if you go to trueclassictees.com and use the code at checkout. 
Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, for 20% off. That's Believe, B-L-E-A-V, at TrueClassicTees.com. Check it out. I'm telling you, real, real talk, the, 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 the tees are very, very comfortable, and uh, they're, uh, they're pretty sweet to wear, man. Um, but again, you know, man, I, I'm just curious to see how this thing ends up working out, um, how we end up going from here. But I, like I said, we may just need sports, man. It's the one common denominator to maybe bring us together. So um, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully we can get through it. But the XFL folding today uh, really, really, uh, really sucked. I'll take one more caller. Independence, Kansas, what's going on? What's going on? Who's this? This Cam. Tim, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good, brother, good. Good, man. I just want to talk about messing your ass around here. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. We got a caller from Independence on the phone, man. Tim Johnson, he was from Independence and uh great, great guy. So, appreciate you calling in, brother. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Hey, it is what it is. You know, all good things must come to an end eventually, I guess. So... Oh, I, who knows? I agree. I just, I just, it, it, around here, man, you know, it's shit went down, whatever, but, you know, just keeping it real, just like you always do. And I, my opinion, some pussy ass bitches got their feelings hurt and <laughs> fucking sucks for this town. Hey, man, I appreciate you, brother. I, I, you know, I poured my heart and soul into that place and obviously getting that field put in in the locker room and the weight room and, all the stuff we did in a short period of time was, uh, you know, that's how I went about my business, man. And I, and I, I felt like Rome could be built in a day, and that's just how I approached it. And, and I, you know, I, hey, I, I love all the real folks in, in Indy. And, uh, you know, guys yeah, like you, there's people like you out there. Even though there's a lot of haters, there's a lot of people like you and, and, uh, and, the, and the Brad Oakses and the Corey Hugos and, the, and those guys of the world. And, and I still talk to some of them and, so, you know, it is what it is, man. And I'm sure there's a lot of underlying haters, too, and, and uh, smile in your face and stab you in the back. You know how that goes. But Judy Harris was a big part there, helping me get the weight room and stuff. And so, you know, there was a lot of good people there. But, you know, every 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 with all the good goes some bad. You know how that goes. You know, yeah. There wasn't there was shit in this town. You brought so much shit to this town, even besides football. It's just ridiculous, and I, there's a lot of people here still, you know, JB, 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 and you know, I'm, 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 I'm happy for Coach Harris. You know, he's a good guy too, I think. And uh, the, the way shit went down, the way it ended up, I think, just you know, backstabbing motherfuckers and yeah, and and, and people that uh, you know see it one way and see it the other, but oh, we don't care now because this isn't in the news. Yeah, no doubt, man. And then, and then there's newspaper guys out there and all this that want to make up stories and try to end a person's life. It's unbelievable. So I'm, you know, all that shit. Uh, you know, so you know, you know how so it is. <laughs> I, 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 I sat there on Andy fucking Taylor's shitty ass newspaper on <laughs> Facebook. Just every damn post, you know, even once you were gone, oh, every know. damn post had something to do with Jason Brown. I said, motherfucker, uh, no doubt. I said, why are you still reporting on this man? You ran his ass out. Shut the fuck up, man. Unbelievable. Why is it, you know, you know, you know, the funny thing is, man, I never met the man in my life. To this day, I've never met him. 
So he's like that. That tells you. That tells you. I've known that dickhead forever. <laughs> that tells you though that someone could be that judgmental and never even meet you is uh tells you a lot about someone, man. I'll tell you. But uh, but hey, you man, know, I, I, it's but, crazy. What, what, what? Go what ahead. Tells them more, man. You came here. You did your shit. You did your business. You got all this shit done. I mean, apparently, apparently everybody else wanted to see it too. It was just a, about yeah. a few certain people because. Yep. And what really pisses me off is I remember uh, a few people that I know personally, unfortunately, that the little my kids, you know, from Independence or or Cherryville or wherever, didn't get couldn't get, couldn't go play there. I said, hey, you know, do you want to win or do you want everybody <laughs> to get a fucking trophy? <laughs> That's what the world's I mean, turned into, man. Independence Community College, you want to get a trophy or do you want to, do you want to win a bowl? Do you want to win a national championship? What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, but you know, I, you I didn't. So much for what hey, I appreciate you, man. I really do. And hopefully you're staying safe out there and, uh, and get, give everybody that, uh, that loves some JB some love from me, man. I appreciate you. I will do, man. Thank you. All right, brother. Take care. All right. You too. Uh-huh, bye-bye. That was good, man. It's always, hey, man, like you say, it's always good to get some calls, man, that uh, people uh, still still like me in Independence. And, you know, like I said, I got a lot of good friends there, man, I, I, I created uh, relationships with and, and built relationships with. So, like I said, I've gotten, I don't hold grudges. I have no ill will towards anyone, anything, man. But, uh, you know, hey, you're going to get – when you wear uh, big boy pants, you got to take uh, – Big boy responsibility, so that's just what happens, man. Um, I don't regret it. I don't, uh, you know, discredit it. It is what it is, and uh, see what happens from there, man. So, but hey, man, uh, listen, stay safe out there, um, and uh, you know, hopefully, you get some eggs and some fucking toilet paper, and and uh, like I said. Sad to see the XFL go. Hopefully there's not another major sports organization that's next. Um, but we'll see what happens. And uh, like I said, man, you know, you heard my rant. And like I said, weigh in. Leave me a DM. Leave me a message. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. Um, I'm doing Patreon. I just dropped some quick game for all you coaches, some passing game concepts. I put on my Patreon. So, so go follow me on Patreon or subscribe. And like I said, I'm doing zoom clinics um so i'm doing online zoom clinics and um you know um we'll see what happens so um i'll take one more caller and then uh and then we're gonna end it so go from there but hopefully uh if you coaches out there are interested in clinicking uh we're doing it virtually now on zoom so email me coachjb12 at gmail.com and you can book me um, through my Venmo. Also, go check out my, my, my clothing store, CoachJBStore.com. And uh, like I said, my Slapdick Whiskey drops here shortly. And I'll make sure everybody out there knows where to get it. What up, Slapdick Podcast? My my boy from Oregon, what's going on? How are how you doing? Oh, shit. This is the real Coach JB. This is me, brother. What's up? Oh, not much. I just want to know uh, what your thoughts on uh, University of Oregon and us rising to the cream of the crop in the Pac-12 is. 
man, I, I think the Pac-12 is so shitty that Oregon being the best team is probably as average as you can be for a premier Power 5 school. I mean, that's just an honest opinion. I know a lot of those coaches. I've even had coaches on that staff coach for me and with me. Um, you know, they just lost their best recruiter to SC. Hopefully that helps SC balance the powers. SC is as bad as you can get as far as, you know, L.A. should never be this bad. I mean, Oregon is raping L.A. in recruiting, and hopefully that's part of Dante's success that he was able to bring to Oregon, and now he's in L.A. again where he belongs, probably back home. So we'll see if that some, somewhat sways, but – at the same time, man, USC, UCLA should never be that bad being in L.A. And, uh, you know, you know, kids only uh, – yeah, Go ahead. I remember when we stole Anthony Thomas from you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, And, you know, that, that was at a time where we didn't need the Anthony Thomas like – like you guys did. I mean, it was a di- not we. I, I'm not. I'm not pro SC or UCLA, but I'm just from LA, and I'm a Pete Carroll guy. So I just, you know, at that time we were so loaded that you know we we basically wanted him to play defense, and he was just not having that. So that's why he left and went to Oregon. So you know, it was just oh, yeah. uh, you know one of those deals. I was I was ecstatic when Pete Carroll left for the Seahawks because it was one of those things. <laughs> I've been an Oregon fan for a long time. Mm-hmm. When we went down to play Pete Carroll, it was kind of just like, oh, that's an automatic L. Yeah, so yeah. He he made college football kind of what it is now. You know, I got a good friend coaching at Alabama, Coach Sarkeesian, who was at SC, obviously, and at, up at Washington. But, you know, he we talked, and I said, man, what's the difference between Nick and, and Pete? And uh, he goes, and I said, you know, why, why, why has he figured it out so successful? And he's like, well, we're successful because Pete's in the NFL. <laughs> that's That pretty much sums up why Alabama's who they are because Alabama wasn't wasn't what they are when Pete was in around just so people understand his his SEC record uh was was unbelievable I mean he was beating the top-notch SEC teams by 50. Oh yeah I remember he was they were they guys yeah they had the ultimate they had the all-galaxy team for a little while there (laughs) but um one last quick question for you one last quick question what do you think about uh, my boy Justin Herbert and what's the best team for him to go to man you know what I, I, I like him, especially, you know, being passed over by so many and being a walk-on and being right there from Eugene, and that's a good home, home, hometown story. I mean, that's just, uh, you know, that's a, that's a good deal, man, and, and I'm happy for the kid. But I think he's, he's NFL-ready as far as stature. Um, he's got a big arm. He's long, tall. He's decently athletic. He's obviously cerebral and smart. He can handle the, the, uh, the NFL playbook, and, and, and he's going to have to learn the protections in that at that level, which will be his hardest chore, but he'll he'll be fine. Um, you know, I, I don't think – I think he'll do better than fucking Bay, Baker Mayfields and, and uh, Kyler Murrays and all these guys. I just don't see them being very good very long. Um, I think he's more NFL prototypical. Um, not saying – I do believe the NFL is turning to be um, – a black quarterback league that's been talked about for so long, how, how black quarterbacks always get the, this, uh, should they play another position? Should they not? And all this shit. I I don't, I just believe if you're good, you're good. I don't give a fuck if you're purple, black or green. Um, but at the same time, I think, I think Lamar Jackson, I think Lamar Jackson will struggle eventually, especially when he signs his big, large contract, because at the end of the day, when he signs that contract, he will not be able to fucking run around like that because the franchise won't allow it because they're going to pay him too much money. So is he a guy that's going to sit in the pocket and make decisions and throw the football um, at a high, quick rate? And I just don't know if he can do that. I root for him. I think he's a freak of nature. I love him to death. 
Um, I just don't know being a quarterback guy and being a guy that knows football. I don't think he can sustain and and turn into Tom Brady. I, you know, even if he turns into Russell West uh, or Russell Wilson, I think that'll still he'll still be great. But I just don't know. He doesn't have the release that Wilson has. He doesn't have the accuracy, or he doesn't throw the tightest spiral. And that all matters. People don't realize that matters. Spirals in, in cold weather and windy and snow games matter. It's, it's easier to catch for a receiver. It allows the ball to be more accurate. And he, he has an awkward delivery, and he's got to rely on his feet. And I just think NFLs are going to eventually tee off on him when, uh, when he has to break the pocket and, and doesn't make the, the first or second read. So we'll see how it goes. I'm rooting for him. Hopefully it does. I think Kyler Murley is just too small. But I think Herbert is going to have a shot at it. And, uh, I, he, you know, he can't be worse than fucking Baker Mayfield, who I think is a shit bird and he's horrible. So that's just my opinion. But I'm nobody. Awesome. Well, thank you. It was good talking to you, Coach. Hey, you too, brother. I appreciate you. Awesome. Thank you. Peace. Anyway, man, listen, uh, another caller from Oregon talked about some quarterback football play. Um, but listen, like I said, man, stay tuned. Uh, I'll be dropping another Slapdick podcast this weekend on Sunday. Hopefully you're following, uh, following us. And uh, like I said, shout out to True to Classic Tees. And uh, this is for the Real Coach JB and the Slapdick podcast. I'm out. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Let's fight a guy, man. I'm just telling you.